What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria, and I'm back with another episode of the V-List podcast. Drumroll, please. Yes, I know. It's been a while, but don't worry about all that. Y'all have plenty of content to catch up on, and now here I am giving you some new opinions. It's a new year, 2022, and I've got things to talk about, okay? And I'm going to start with... um, You know, I'm going to give you some updates on my continued dating journey because I'm still out here in these streets, these ghetto dating streets. It is so ghetto out here. Oh, my God. And it's just getting worse. I feel like it's just not getting any better. Like, can the government step in and subsidize us with some good men, please? Because I'm I'm it's a little bit ratchet. It's getting it's giving low budget. It's giving unhealed. It's giving (laughs) I can't anymore. But, you know. I'm not going to give up because I learned very valuable lessons last year, you know, during all of my situationships and, um, I don't know, I guess I'm learning how to be a little bit more open and, um, I don't want to say lowering my standards, but I will say expanding my expectations or expanding my options. Yeah, that's better. Expanding my options. I'm going to do that. Gonna keep doing that. The one thing that I had to uh, eat crow about was I said I was never gonna join another dating app, and all of a sudden, sometime in October, I got bored AF. Actually, November got bored AF, and I downloaded Hinge. Mm, mm, mm. Such a low moment in my life. I mean, just. I cried the whole time I was doing it. I was devastated. I just couldn't believe that I was doing that again, putting myself back out into the ghetto dating streets of the internets. Like it's no better than real world. Honestly, it, it might be worse. Um, but nevertheless, I subjected myself to that. I met some people, you know, um, they still haven't gone anywhere, obviously, because I'm still single. Um, and I'm, I'm just realizing that There's a whole lot of people who, you know, are looking for something that really don't exist, including myself, I think, you know, which is why I decided to expand my horizons and and expand my options when it comes to what it is I'm willing to accept in a a date or a mate, right? Um, There's all this talk about Red flags, red flags, red flags, red flags. Run if you see the red flags. And, you know, y'all know me. Uh, I'm going to politely and respectfully sort of challenge that thought. (laughs) And and lightweight disagree. Here's why. So I believe that, you know, there's levels. Just like everything. There's levels to this dating thing. And there's levels to when you should run versus when you should, you know, give a chance. Right? Right? There's turnoffs, there's red flags, and there are deal breakers, okay? And those are the levels, right? So the turnoffs, right? There's so many things that turn me off. I ain't even gonna lie. And yes, it's because I'm, I might be a little bit picky. But hell, I'm also open to the fact and the idea and understand that there's probably a whole lot of things about me that turn men off too. And hey, it is, it is what it is, right? we we're human there are gonna be things that turn me off like I mean if a guy 
choose a certain way, that's a turn off. If a guy snores too loud, that's a turn off. If a guy walks a certain way or doesn't tie his shoes or always wears the same sweatpants or, <laughs> you know, what, those are turn offs. Okay. The turn offs are just the things that I'm like, eh, ew. It makes me like look at you and kind of make that face that all black people make, you know, when they see something that don't make sense or whatever. That, those are the turn offs. Dirty nails, you know, unstraight teeth, you know. And some turn offs sometimes can double as red flags too, because it's like if your nails is dirty, then that means you're just dirty. And that needs to be addressed. And that brings me to my next point, right? Red flags are warning signs, absolutely warning signs. But I feel like the way in which we address and handle those warning signs is really what matters, right? A red flag is like, hey, this is, you know, potential to be dangerous or potential to be an irritant or potential to turn into a deal breaker if it goes unaddressed. And what I mean by that is those red flags, again, are things that I feel people have the opportunity to address and or change or evolve, right? So for instance, if someone's communication style is very forward, direct, sometimes blunt or whatever, and that rubs you the wrong way, that could be a red flag for you, right? It's a red flag because it's like, oh, this is showing me that this person may have the potential to be slightly abusive in their nature or in their language or in their speech, you know, verbal abuse, any type of abuse for me is a deal breaker. So if you are speaking in such a way that kind of alerts me or triggers some sort of warning signal in me that says, hey, this is potential for abuse, then that's something that needs to be addressed. So I'm going to, you know, politely address those red flags, right? And say, hey, you know, this is an issue for me when you speak this way. Um, and you know, I don't know if this is just how you are or if there's something driving that behavior, you know, let's, let's dig a little deeper and figure out what's driving that behavior. And if there's a way that you can mitigate or manage that speech when it comes to me, because it, you know, it kind of, it sends me that's called communication guys. That's called conflict resolution. That's called being able to converse clearly. It's called clear communication. And that's what I realize a lot of people are lacking which is why they run at the sight of these red flags. They're like, oh, red flags, danger, 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 run. No, why run before you address it? If you're running at the sight of a, of a red flag, then I'm gonna venture as far to say that you are the flawed one. Because the problem is sometimes people don't realize that their red flags are, are showing or waving, right? They are just operating the way that they are. And if someone doesn't take the time enough or care enough to actually bring to that person's attention something that could be, you know, a set, set off or setting someone else off, then it's like you're the one who who isn't doing, you're doing them a disservice, especially if it's somebody that you are supposed to be interested in if this is someone who you they drew your attention enough for you to you know exchange information hang out start talking conversing or whatever and then you notice these red flags and then you run it's like wow you're not really like you didn't help anything and then people talk about waste of time yeah that was a waste of time you wasted your time and theirs because red flags do have the potential to kind of turn into yellow flags in my mind 
if they're addressed properly and if that person is aware of them and if that person is able to, if they're mature enough and emotionally uh, intelligent enough to address their red flags and be conscious of those things so that they don't turn into, you know, danger signals. Like, for instance, one of my deal breakers, like the deal breakers for me are those things that are like, absolutely not. I will not deal with this. And if this person exhibits this behavior or does this thing, then I'm out because I either a, I've been scarred before because, you know, of previous people that I've dealt with who have exhibited, you know, this behavior, or I never want to be a part of that. I never want to have to experience that. So those are like the deal breakers, right? And people, people have a right to set their deal breakers for whatever they are. Mine, one of mine would be, like I said, abuse, any abuse of any type, of any type, whether that's mental abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, definitely physical abuse, right? If I notice those things or if I experience those things in a relationship, I'm out. Or if I know that you have um, participated (laughs) or contributed to those types of uh, abuse in your past relationships, that's a deal breaker for me. Not to say that people can't change. Yes, people can change. But I just, it's a major no. It's a major no-no, right? But the red flag for that would be, again, someone who maybe gets angry really fast, right? So if I'm dealing with someone and they are kind of quick-tempered, meaning like they'll, you know, get frustrated really fast or they raise their voice at me or like during an argument with anyone, you know, they're just like really quick-tempered and fast to get angry. That's a red flag. So that is a signal like, oh man, this is, this is, an issue, right? And this has a potential to turn into a deal breaker for me. So if I'm really truly interested in A, being in a relationship, but also B, being in a relationship with this person because they're good, typically outweighs that red flag. This is something that I want to address with this person. So I'm going to, you know, try and find a way that I can bring up this, you know, red flag and have a discussion around it to really find out what drives that. You know, is this what this person does or is this who this person is? Because there's a difference, right? And if that person can learn to find other coping mechanisms or other ways to express themselves when they do get angry, because there's nothing wrong with getting angry or frustrated or being quick tempered, but it's really just about how you act that out, right? If after I've addressed this concern or red flag with this person and they start to modify their behavior or change their behavior, then that's a red flag that has been downgraded to a yellow flag. And it's not completely going away because you know that that person has the potential to react a certain way, but it's me giving them a chance to show otherwise. I feel like that is the mature and the fair thing to do, especially if you are really trying to be in a solid, committed, monogamous relationship with someone. But a lot of the problem with today's dating culture is run as soon as you see a red flag. But that's not really helping anybody. It's not helping you, even if your goal is not to necessarily be in a relationship with that person. To me, it's just not helping, right? Like we should be able to help people see where they could grow potentially. Whether or not we decide to stay with that person, if you care enough about that person, you know, it's like helping them, but also helping the community. Like why would we want to continue to send jacked up people out into the world? (laughs) I don't, that's just how I think. This is just how I think guys. So again, if I'm addressing this quick temperament with someone that I'm interested in, and they 
evolve and change their behavior, then I'm good to go. That red flag has been downgraded and I'm no longer going to run at the first sight. And I have a higher probability at that point to have a successful relationship with this person. I, if more people would do that, I think we would see more healthy and successful relationships. Like, stop being so conflict avoidant. And what's funny is that I actually was was talking to someone recently. And, you know, through our conversation, um, he said to me, like, you know, you're really conflict avoidant. And that struck me because I never... I guess I just, I knew that about myself, but I also just never really considered that about myself because while I am conflict avoidant, I will address issues. I know how to address issues, especially if things are bothering me. I know how to bring those up and and address them, but I think the amount of energy that I give to maybe someone or a situation who has proven that, you know, they're not going to change or has proven that they aren't willing to see things from your point of view, then I I just let it go. I'm like, I'm not going to push my opinion on anyone. I'm not going to force anyone to think like me or, you know, change. I can't do that. So I'm going to share my opinion. And, you know, if it's, if it's received, it's received. If it's not, then I'm going to keep it moving. And does that mean I'm conflict avoiding? Yeah, possibly, because I don't have time or energy to argue with you. Uh, I don't have time or energy to argue with anybody about something that you're just not willing to be heard on or not willing to see my side on. And I think that that's, you know, fair because I give people opportunity to, you know, speak their side. And even if I don't agree with it, I'm not going to force you to change your thought, you know? So there's some people who just like to argue like (laughs) you want to argue I can't argue with you you mad yeah that's how people be acting I don't got time now whether that means you know some people can can probably deem that as a a level of arrogance if you will I'm not you know whatever okay yeah I, I see how it could be viewed as arrogance I do see that because if someone doesn't stoop to the level or doesn't choose to engage in an argument or debate with someone else, then it's like, oh, she thinks she better or, oh, she thinks she right. It could be both or it could be neither. It could just be that I don't feel like doing this. I, you know, if you feel like you ain't got a dog in the fight, I'm not going to sit up and argue, argue with you. So, yeah, in a sense, it is like, yeah, I'm conflict avoidant in that manner. But I'm not unable or unwilling to discuss issues when they need to be addressed um, or have discussions about things that, you know, maybe don't sit well with me. And once someone has addressed an issue with me about something that they feel, you know, that they are maybe, maybe a red flag that they notice in me, come to me, let me know. Does that mean I'm going to agree with you? Probably not. Or, you know, maybe I will, (laughs) you know, I'm not shutting anybody down. You have a right to bring up that concern or address the red flag with me. And it's my job then to, at that point, do what I say to y'all to do all the time. Eat the meat or spit out the, and spit out the bones. So I'm going to take what's for me. I'm going to, you know, hear you and understand like, oh, yeah, you know what? That you you might be right. That is something that I do. And here's why I do it or you know, I'm going to try and work on that because I don't want to be perceived a certain way 
or I'm going to say, you know, this is something I've always done. I'm just not really willing to, you know, concede on that. Um, like I had someone tell me recently, you know, someone, again, I was interested in dating that he felt like our personalities might clash because he, you know, he said, I talk too much and I'm like, Oh, (laughs) I do. You know, um, I I can't take that from you. (laughs) I talk a lot. So just shut me up or interrupt me. Like if you have something to say and he's like, Oh, well, you know, I just feel like sometimes it might be a little difficult because I might not be able to get a word in edgewise. Like, well, here's, here's the thing. I'm, I may talk a lot, but I also listen and I listen well and I observe and I pick up on stuff that people don't think I pick up on. So if you feel like you have something to say and you're talking, I'm going to listen to you. But if you feel like that is a problem or going to be, it's a red flag for you, it's going to be an issue for you, you know, in dating me, then, Hey, that's your, thank you for addressing it. I appreciate you for addressing it. I will try and modify that behavior or, you know, you can continue to move on if you feel like it's just going to be too much of a fight for you. For me, that comment, I I heard him and I was like, oh, okay. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, that's really your issue though. Like, not saying I'm not going to change, but like, am I supposed to just not talk at all? Or, oh, and he also had a problem with me um, initiating things. And I wouldn't, like, it wasn't necessarily the initiation. It was, like, it was it was me thinking that I was being open and clear in my communication about my availability. So when I say things like, oh, hey, I'm free this day or whatever, whatever, or I'm free that day. To him, that was me, you know, being pushy or not giving him an opportunity to, like, ask me out. And it was kind of a double-edged sword because I'm like, on one hand... I hear you like, yeah, a man wants to be feeling, I guess, wants to, some men want to take initiative and everything. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I get it. So then when I pull back and you still don't take initiative, then I'm reading that as you're just not interested. Or if the last few times that we have tried to make plans, both of us have had schedule conflicts, then I'm going to start communicating to you when I am available, because that is an indication that I would like to see you. And I am free on these days. At that point, I'm thinking that during this adult conversation and this adult exchange, you're going to say, okay, great. Those one or two of those days work for me. And let's plan something. I'm opening the door for you. I'm giving you the opportunity. You don't want me to open the door. You want to push it down or kick it down. Apparently, I don't, I don't really know what you want, but needless to say, you know, I guess some of my behaviors were red flags for him. And, um, okay, fine. You know, we can address them. We talked about them. And at that point, yes, you do have a right to make a decision and choose whether or not you feel like, you know, pushing through or, or accepting those red flags. Fine. Whatever. Were those things deal breakers? I guess so for him. I don't know. Me, I'm kind of like, a little bit more lenient in terms of like the red flags because like I said I'm going into this with this thinking of hey Victoria you know you might meet a great guy but there's going to be some things about him that you know aren't really on your list so let's try to address those things give people an opportunity give people a chance especially knowing that 
almost everybody out here in this dating pool is freaking damaged goods. All of us are. We're all freaking damaged goods. Some of us has been, have been repaired. Some of us have been refurbished and we're ready to get back out there and we're in like perfect working condition, ready to love again. Some of us are. But there are some that are still very much damaged and the only thing that happened was they got their, you know, cracked screen fixed, but the internal damage is still there and they are not willing to work on that. Or when you try to peel back that layer, it's just too much of a, a sore for them. So they run, they run at the first sight. I, that's not me, y'all. I'm trying to be open. I'm trying to be accepting to people. But at the other, on the other end, I understand that people <laughs> aren't, aren't always going to be like that, you know? So <sighs> that's what makes this the ghetto, y'all. That's what makes this the ghetto. So I don't know. I guess my point in this whole episode is, can we just like give a little bit more grace? Like I try to give people the grace that I would want extended to me in every situation. And I always think like that. I always think like, hmm, how would I want to be treated in this situation? My friends talk about me all the time. They say, you give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I do. I try to give the benefit of doubt to most people in situations because before I just write somebody off as being something or one way, I'm like, let's understand kind of the whole picture. Cause there's usually more to someone's story than just the behavior that they're exhibiting. Right. That's just me. And I think that that would really help if you guys are looking for dating advice, just don't run at the first sight of the red flags, address them, try to address them first. If after addressing those red flags then they have not been you know lowered in category to yellow flags then okay by all means keep it moving because they could absolutely turn into one of your deal breakers like for me a violent a violent person or an abusive person right all right y'all i hope that helps um before i go i just want to say that i hope that you are subscribed if you're not subscribed, please subscribe to the Velas podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am going to do a much better job this year of, of recording episodes and bringing you all content. If you're not following me on Instagram, please do so at VList Podcast um, on IG as well as TikTok. I do have a TikTok. Um, and, you know, you can find content uh, notifications there whenever I do post a new episode, among other things. I have a few series on um my podcast on IG that I was running impact over influence as well as the A through V series. And I'm so excited to announce uh, a special project that I will be rolling out next month for the A through V series. And I really, really, really hope that you all love it. I think that it's going to really be impactful to you and helpful to you. So um, be sure to subscribe, be sure to follow me on IG so that you can get all the updates. And, um, pretty soon I'll have my website up working again so that you all can register and be notified whenever the project drops. But thank you all so much for listening. Love ya.